It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, thanks to some very special, very well-trained dogs, many people who are blind or visually impaired are living lives to the fullest. And part of that reason is to a great organization. It is called Leader Dogs for the Blind. On this show today, our first guests are here to share that story. And later in the show, we're going to talk to some kids from a 4-H group in Lincoln, Nebraska, who are wise beyond their years when it comes to knowing all things about cat behavior and cat care. First up, our first two guests know very well how guide dogs can help people who are blind or visually impaired lead full active lives. So I want you at this time to join me in giving pause and applause to a professional dog trainer, Shanna Stichler, with her guide dog, Spencer, and the digital marketing manager from Leader Dogs for the Blind, Christina Hepner. Hey, ladies, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having us. All right, we really want to dive in because, ironically, I just came back five minutes, ten minutes ago from my eye doctor visit. So eye health is very important. And I think it's very important to have people know about organizations like a leader, um, about the leader dogs for the blind. So Christina, step right in because you not only have the fancy title, which I love, digital marketing (laughs) manager, but your organization, you also have a media background and you are host of the organization's podcast called Taking the Lead. So would you please take the lead on this question? Tell us a little bit about <laughs> Leader <laughs> Dogs for the Blind. Yes, of course. Um, so like Arden said, I'm Christina and at Leader Dogs for the Blind, we're based out of Rochester Hills, Michigan, but we serve people all over the U.S. and Canada completely free of charge. So we're a nonprofit organization and we don't get any government funding. So that means wow. we rely on donors. Um, and we were founded by three Detroit area Lions members. So Lions clubs are huge supporters of our mission. So you we mean provide- football? Lions as an NFL? No. So Lions oh. Club International, oh. the, the organization. You, sorry, I'm an ex-sports uh, writer. I got all giddy. I'm like, <laughs> right? really? I guess. It, all right. But the Lions Club. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. The Lions Club. So those, they are huge supporters all over the country um, of our mission, spreading our mission. And we provide everything free of charge, including room, board, and airfare. And we provide services for our clients. That's O&M, which is orientation and mobility. Most people know it as white cane training and guide dog training. training. Okay. Yes. 
and um, guide dog training as well. And then we also provide a lot of free resources and uh, we host kids for our summer camp every year. So we have a lot of other services as well. And it's all free of charge to our clients. So our donors mean the world to us. And what we want to be able to provide our services to anyone who needs it, anyone who is legally blind. And so without getting government funding, we really can do that. Um, we don't have any stipulations on who we can serve. And we're going to say it more than once. Go ahead and send shout out the uh, website. Yeah, so it's leaderdogdog.org. So I know it's Leader Dogs for the Blind, but the website is leaderdog.org. And we have all of our information on there, whether you um, you know want to donate, be a volunteer. Volunteers really run our organization as well. They raise our puppies. They host our breeding stock dogs. Um, they do a lot for us too. So everything is on there. I appreciate that, Christine. And our other special guest, knows directly the benefit of Leader Dog for the Blind. Uh, Shanna, um, you are Shanna Stichler, and you have quite a background with dogs. And you also um, are part of Tevra Brands. We're going to talk about that, too. But tell us your story, Shanna. All right. So I am, as Arden said, Shanna Stichler, and I am with my sixth guide dog, Spencer, who is a two-year-old black Labrador retriever. Hi, Spencer. He is, he is a giant dog. Spencer, my name is Treat Lady Spencer. All the dogs know me as Treat Lady. He says, oh, that's great because I love treats. They're my favorite. <laughs> so uh, tell us your story, Shanna, are you, with so, your, how you um, got to be with uh, Leader Dogs for the Blind. Okay, so I've been a guide dog handler since 2001. So it's wow. been 21 years ago. I know where the time yeah. go. Yeah. Um, and Spencer is my sixth dog. Um, I've known about leader dogs for a long time, but I first really, um, and I, I had clients who actually came from leader dogs uh, to the organization I used to work for. And then about a couple of years back, I actually came to leader dogs and toured the campus because I was picking up a career change. Okay. Um, from them for someone who needed an, uh, uh, an in-home service dog, actually, which sometimes happens. This person had a uh, Parkinson's disease and they needed a dog that could pick up things. And yeah, um, exactly. Just, you know, her main thing was picking, was retrieving him, but she, she also was just a super great emotional support companion and I was just really impressed with like how the, the way they, they place these dogs. Um, I am, um, as Arna mentioned earlier, a service dog trainer. I started off training just guide dogs and then I moved on to training also mobility dogs. So for dog, for people who have balance impairments or neurological nice. disorders who yeah. need help with balance or um, that kind of thing. And then also psychiatric service dogs. For PTSD um, and, and things like that. Uh, so, so you're, and then you're, I also have trained yeah. my own guide dog, which wow, is a whole other thing. But um, and what is your what is your situation with your vision? Because I know you mentioned before we got on the air. So I was born totally blind, um, and I have a a rare eye disorder. Basically, the there are lots of of big words, but the, the <laughs> basics are that my eyes didn't develop correctly 
before I was born. My like, mom was pregnant with me. They just didn't develop right. Um, so I have never, ever had a vision. Um, I was a keen user before I got my dog. And before I got my first dog and then, you know, in between dogs. We've got about a minute left before the break. I think just like some dogs, some cats and other species, you tap your other senses, right? Shanna? Um, I wouldn't say that they're like extra powerful or anything. That's kind of a wives tell people tell. I mean, Daredevil is not real, but um, I do have, I think they're more cute. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to dive in a little deeper after we take this break, but all of you know the drill. We're going to sit, stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And now you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. (laughs) Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're talking with folks from the Leader Dogs for the Blind. We have Christina Hepner, and from one of the people that are benefiting by their services, who also has a lot of talents, and that is Shanna Stichler. And back to you, Christina. Um, you're starting a podcast. Um, do you know anything about media? I'm just <laughs> yeah, so my background is in media. I used to be a TV news reporter and anchor. And we started this podcast last January and it's called okay. Taking the Lead. I love um, you that. Can, yeah. You can find it kind of wherever podcast stream. Um, and we tell a lot of our clients stories on there and we um, talk about advocacy. We talk about so many different topics, but then we also talk about leader dogs. So we give a little behind the scenes to people who are maybe yeah. on the fence on applying to services or, you know, our um, volunteers also have really enjoyed the podcast. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on that so far on things they didn't know. Well, that give, us a, give us a couple. Give us a couple of what I call "Hey Mabels." Hey Mabel, did you know that? What was yeah? A so of those? Um, we just kind of did a podcast on Thanksgiving. We kind of talked about how do you navigate a um, big holiday like that, taking your guide dog. And um, one of our co-hosts is a client of ours as well, and he talked about you know really. Because there's too about. many smells that are good, and my dog's yes, nose is right. Oh, yum! <laughs> right, and so something I didn't even think about is sometimes they have to think about maybe not taking their dog and using their white cane if oh, it's going to be too many people around the dog, or if okay. there's going to be other dogs in that environment that they're not comfortable with. So he kind of talked about that process of how do you determine, you know, whether you take your dog or not. So something people don't think about um, all the time. And we have uh, Shanna here. Shanna, what's a kind of a, a, a situation that you know firsthand with Spencer or your previous dogs 
that you can share with folks that may be wanting and needing a dog, a service dog? I mean, my dogs pretty much go everywhere with me. The only exceptions are places where it's just going to be way too crowded and they might get stepped on or injured or where things, they might become in some way really distressed. But I mean, I take my dog, he's at work with me right now. I use him to get around my, my office. I use him to get to and from work. Spencer is very good at, um, one of the things that they teach at Leader Dogs is they teach their dogs to find empty chairs. And Spencer oh, really? is very good at this. So like when I go to coffee shops, which is like my, one of my favorite things ever, um, Spence, oh, nice. I can just tell him to find a chair and he will, he will just lead me through like a totally crowded building and find me one. He is. Does he make you a latte too? He does not. <laughs> I am working on that, but so far, man. So if anyone has advice about, um, on, 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 you know, I'm always up, down for training tips on that. And what, <laughs> what got you into becoming a dog trainer? That's pretty amazing. So, and I bet the dogs, well, I know this, I'm a pet behavior consultant. The dogs do feed off our energies. So what's, how do you help train dogs when you don't have sight? Because I think that's a, a skill. I spend a lot of time learning about dog body language and how they, yeah. and how to read them. And you can definitely read them, even if you can't see them, you can feel yeah. them and touch them and just kind of know by the energy that they're putting off, how, how they're feeling about things, just where they're positioned in relation to you, how they're, they're, yeah. if they're concerned, if they're confident, you know, you're listening if to they're verbal liking what they're doing, too? if they're not. Yeah. Um, so what I'm really all... fascinated. I've just always been super fascinated with the human animal bond in general. Um, I used to show horses and I wow. actually raised a guide dog puppy back in the day. And I've always, I want to help people experience what I am fortunate enough to get to experience every day with my service dogs, because it's such a, it's a beautiful thing, the bond that I have with these dogs. So I think when you have a connection with a dog, that's better than that recent Powerball billion dollars, right? It is. It totally is. <laughs> Let's go back to Christina. Christina, there's different ways people can help. We're in the time of giving right now, and I hope it goes all the way through 23 too. But can some people can be like with, with Shanna. Shanna is benefiting, but Shanna is also giving back. What are some ways that people can help uh, leader dogs for the blind? Yeah, so there's multiple ways. Um, I do want to touch on, you know, Tevra has been such a great partner to us for and we, we got to do a shout out first. Tevra, you're like, what is Tevra? It is not a car. Right, Shanna? Not. What is Tevra? Because you're part of the Tevra yeah. brand team and you sponsor this show, which I appreciate. Well, Tevra Brands is a company. We're mostly known by the um, by Tevra. We're, we're usually uh, go by Tevra Pet in the social media world, but we make vet quality clean tick products. We make dental products for dogs and cats. We have tons of treats and supplements and all kinds of things. So our our goal is to make vet quality products available to everyone at an affordable price because sometimes when you go to your vet and they sell you stuff it's not like they're <laughs> trying to but they they yeah there's a mark expensive well it sounds um, like um with tevra and this will get back to christina tevra yeah. has a connection with leader dogs for the blind this living a life without boundaries 
Yeah. So they're our official flea and tick provider for our dog. So that Very means nice. so much to us to be able to provide that to our dog. Tever provides that for our dogs. We have a lot of dogs that come through, whether they're in training, um, you know, and, you know, before they're issued, that is such an important um, thing. And they are always providing things for our gift bags, our giveaways, giving coupons and discounts to our constituents. So we are so thankful to have Tevra as such an amazing partner. Um, and, but, you know, so we do have partners like them that help our mission, but we also have volunteers. Um, we also have a big event coming up oh. on December 10th. It's called Light Up Leader Dog. So anyone can actually help us with our mission for that. It's a $10 donation and you put a luminary on our campus. So nice. our goal is to have 2000 <laughs> luminaries lighting up our campus. And so you, Do you can have anything in uh, January or February. I would yes. love to be able to give a shout out to get people to participate. Yeah. So in uh, January, we actually have a local 5k called Frozen Paul 5k. So that's a local event. And you're in but Michigan. All, that's brrr. in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. So I am running it myself. So oh, okay. Good luck. I am going to be layering up. It's going to be cold. Um, and then in March, we have our dinner in the dark. So that's our biggest fundraiser of oh, the cool. year. Um, and people kind of come and they get to dine in the dark and we actually get support from all over for that event. Um, so Fingers crossed we can have it in person for the first time in a while this yes. year. And yeah. give us that website again, because I want people to dash after the show to your site. Yes, leaderdog.org. And you can um, kind of find the volunteer information, the donate tab, all about our events right there. And we just have a few seconds left. Uh, Shanna, tell us how people can find out more about the Tevra Pet brand. Tevrapet.com. That's where you can find all our products. And you can also look for Tevra Pet on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's, uh, and it is a T-E-V-R-A, correct? Yes. All right. Well, I salute you both. I salute everybody at the Leader Dogs for the Blind. Uh, you're making everybody's lives full and happy and a little bit yappy with some dogs. And <laughs> there can't be a better life than that. Right, ladies? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to kids because kids are cool. Kids are smart. And we're going to talk to a bunch of 4-H'ers helping cats in Lincoln, Nebraska. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, for this part of the show, we're going to hear what kids have to say about cats. Yeah, we're not kidding or kitten around. Oh, bad, right, guys? Bad pun, bad pun. But our special guests are members of the 4-H Wonder Cats Club in Lincoln, Nebraska, Welcome to the show, everybody. Come on, let's hear some hellos. Hello. Hi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can see there's cool kids here for you getting lucky enough to see us on YouTube, the Ardenmore YouTube channel. We see some parents. This is great. These are generations of do-gooders for pets. You're just my kind of people. So I think it's important to find out from you, kids, 
why you like cats and what your mission is to help cats. So I'm going to first ask Colin. Is it Colin Sheppers? Did I pronounce your last yep. name right? How old are you, man? 11. So tell us what is the 4-H Cat Wonders Club, the Wonder Cats Club? What is that? Um, it's basically a cat club for people around Lancaster County area. And we basically started it because there wasn't one yet. And I really like cats. I like that you like uh, cats, Colin. Cool. And next up, we have uh, Dayton. Dayton, um, your last name is Johns? Johns? Yes. And how old are you, Dayton? I'm 11 also. Okay. Now, when did you first realize that, you know what? I like cats and I want to learn about them and I want to help them. What At what age? Were you in diapers or middle school? What's going on? Um, well, I've always really liked cats. Like, I don't know when it really started. Okay. But I started to want to help cats when I was around third, fourth grade. Okay. Okay. I first, my first project with cats was um, setting up and building shelters for cats at our farm. Really? That's yeah. really nice. Wow. And we helped a lot of cats over the winter and we made the shelters insulated. Yeah, it gets pretty cold in Lincoln, Nebraska, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds good. We got next up, we have Paige. Shepherds, I guess you're uh, related to Colin, huh? Yep. And and are you guys twins? Yeah, correct. Oh my gosh, that's cool. Paige, tell us what made you say I want to join the 4-H Wonder Cats and I want to help all fine felines. I wanted to join the 4-H Wonder Cats because it's a fun club with cats and we can do community service helping cats and teaching our cats tricks and learning more about cats. I love that. And in the back row, looking very handsome, we have Brody. Is it Cochell? Is that how you pronounce your last name? Cochell. Cochell. So tell us what made you say, I want to join this club, Brody. Um, I just had a cat and didn't really know what to do with it. Yeah, they're, they're tricky. They're not little dogs, are they, Brody? Nope. So have you, what's one thing that you've learned from the 4-H Wonder Cat Club that you can use to help your cats? What's one thing you can think of? Calming down cats. And Doing what? Calming them. Oh, how do you calm down a cat? <laughs> um, just kind of play with it and make it happy. And what's your favorite cat that you have? What's your kitty's name? Uh, Willow. Willow? Is Willow anywhere around? Oh. Okay. What's Willow? What color markings? Uh, she is gray all around, has a striped tail. Oh, cool. Cool. And, and what, what's her personality like? Tired. Oh, <laughs> she sleeps a lot? Mm-hmm. She doesn't do your homework? Doesn't help you with your homework? Nope. Darn it. Darn it. And we do have two uh, grown-ups here on our show for you tuning in to the YouTube versions, and they are actually the co-leaders of the 4-H Wondercats. So I want to give a shout out. Uh, we have uh, Paige Shepherds. Boy, that name keeps popping up on the show, Paige. I mean, uh, Carrie Shepherds. that name's popping up. Tell us about yourself. And you got two cool kids. 
that want to learn about cats, right, Carrie? Yes. So we got started because Paige was already a member of the Lancaster County Dog Club, Four on the Floor. And oh, their name is Four on the Floor. We'll have to have them on. Okay. Yes. And so Colin got to see her go every week with her dog and be around dog people and learn about dogs and caring for her and all the tricks that Star was learning. And Colin wanted something like that with cat people. And okay. so it started the cat club for the cat people who wanted to get together. What'd you think? Know. Did you think you'd ever be a 4-H leader with a sh- with a club about cats? I did not. No, <laughs> cats are not my expertise. So I called around town and asked several different organizations if they had anyone who might volunteer with us. And three different organizations all said, "Call Allison." So I called Allison. All right, and that is a perfect segue, everyone, because she's referring to our last guest on the show. And that is Allison Hunter Frederick. She's been a guest on her own on our Four-Legged Life show because she's a cat behavior consultant and trainer. And I love her website, AllisonHelpsCats.com. So my friend Allison, you and Carrie assembled this fine bunch of kids. What do you think about the 4-H Wonder Cats and what that's going to do for cats now and in the future? We're teaching kids how to socialize and train and help cats. And so we'll raise up generations that can better care for cats and give cats better lives. I love it. And while we're doing this, I'm noticing that Dayton has a kitten perched on her shoulder like a parrot. Uh, Who is this cute kitten? You know, I'm known as treat ladies, so cats and dogs dig me, uh, Dayton. But who is that cutie pie kitten? Actually, we don't really have a name for him yet. We just refer to him as baby boy. (laughs) <laughs> um, he's actually one of our fosters. His name that he came with was Flurry, oh, but Flurry? it doesn't really suit him. So. Okay. <laughs> well, then, hey, well, Flurry or whatever your future name is, how old is he? Um, we think he's eight weeks old. Oh, he's cutie pie. How did you get him to perch on your shoulder? Um, well, I've been trying to get any cat to do this with me. <laughs> But just then, last night when we got him, I was just started practicing, and he started to do it. I like it. I like it. Well, um, we've got about a minute before the break, and I want to let people know out there that these kids inspired me so much about what they're doing in 4-H that I worked with my publisher, and I asked if I can get a bunch of books, autograph them, and we signed them for you all. And here comes one of the main guests. Here we go. Here comes Casey. And we, I authored the book called A A Kid's Guide to Cats. So before the break, would you guys humbly honor me and Casey and show the book for everybody? Come on. What do you guys think? Do you like the book? Yes. Yes. It's very Casey's comments in the book yes (laughs) he's kind of funny do you guys i want you to turn to page 129 and let's have um dayton read what that cat is saying it says i just left a doozy for you (laughs) okay because pee and poop is important right guys yes all right well with that beautiful uh, comment we're going to take a break and we'll be right back so everybody just sit and purr 
You need even more Arden Moore? We're online at fourleggedlife.com. Do you have a pet that's naughty or nice? Have you heard about Tevra Pet No-No Correction Spray for cats and dogs? Turn a no-no into a very merry pet. From our family at Tevra Pet to you and your furry pals, happy holidays from Tevra Pet. Hey, we're back on the Four-Legged Life Show, and I am digging being around these cool kids. Uh, they are with the uh, 4-H Wonder Cats. It is a 4-H club in Lancaster County in Lincoln, Nebraska. And they are Colin, Dayton, Brody, and Paige, plus their co-leaders of the group, Allison and Carrie. So you all got copies of my book, A Kid's Guide to Cats. Um, I know it's not a car, but you're too young to even care about cars, right? So yeah. go around the room. Colin, what's something you liked about the book? What did, did you remember? What did you, what'd you like? Um, I really liked the funny comments from Casey. My pet safety cat? For all yeah. of you out there, Casey is an orange tabby who never is at a loss of meows. And he is a certified therapy cat, and he teaches pet first aid with me with my pet first aid for you. But I have never met a cat, Colin, who finishes my sentences. I'll say, how you doing, Casey? No, 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 no. Then I'll say, do you like your kid brother, Rusty, who's also a ginger cat? <laughs> well, thank you um, that you like that. Dayton, what's something you liked about the book? And uh, I know everything, you know, you're learning new things every day. I really liked how you showed us to do tricks. And then also there were, I know, I think there were a few recipes in here. Oh, yeah. I wrote, I, I, I actually am, as you know, the nutrition uh, columnist for Caster Magazine. So I get to work with veterinary nutritionists. So we threw in some safe recipes for our feline friends. How about yeah. you, Paige? What's something you liked? I liked the little cats rule, dogs rule. Oh, cats rule, dogs rule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good one. Brody, what did you like about the book? The jokes. Yeah, my favorite is, you know why cats don't play poker in the jungle, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too many yeah. cheetahs. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Because we have this cool group and they want to make this world a better planet for cats, and they're not even... 12 years old yet, but they've learned a lot. I'm going to put them to a little kitty trivia question. So why do cats purr? Raise a paw if you want to take that question. Dayton and then Paige. Give me an answer, Dayton, and then Paige, you give me another one. Uh, cats actually, their purr can help them with um, their health, oh. and it can also make them feel more content. That's sleep. good. All right, that's good answers. Paige? It also makes them feel more happy and lets you know that they're happy when you're doing something rather than hissing so you know if they like the thing you're doing or not. And if you have a kitty at a vet clinic on the vet table, do you think sometimes a kitty, Paige, could purr just to kind of self-calm? Yes. Oh, that was, a, that was awesome. All right, you guys have been paying attention. Colin? What do cats do with their whiskers? And where are the whiskers? 
the whiskers are right on their um, cheek area, and they use their whiskers for, like, feeling around if they're in a tight space, and they can even use it for balance if they need to. All right. And Brody, can you tell me some places on a cat where whiskers are? You can use that cat as an example. On their ears. What about right above the eyes? Have you seen those tiny little whiskers? Do you see them, Brody? Yeah. Yep. So if they get touched, guess what kitties do? They close their eyes because they don't want to get poked in the eye. That's very good. And, they, and you notice that they have whiskers on top of their paws. So here's a tricky question. What do cats share in common with pole vaulters? Pole vaulters and track. Anybody want to take that one on? Go ahead, Dayton. Um, well, pole vaulters have to be able to jump and they have to be able to use their legs to okay. get off the ground. So does a cat need a pole vault to leap up in the air, Paige? No, not really. How high can a cat jump? A okay. couple times their height. Okay. Anybody else? Brody, what do you think? How high can a kitty jump? Don't I'll throw the kitty up in the air right now. Two or three feet. Okay. What do you think, Dayton? 20 feet. They can actually jump the height of a giraffe. There you go. I only learned that because there was a Netflix special inside a cat's mind. And all these experts with Vanna White initials after their names said that they can sit in a place and leap off the height of a giraffe. That's pretty crazy, don't you think? Do you think they would win the gold medal against any pole vaulter? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Big question. How many of you have dogs and cats at your house? Raise a paw. Okay. Can cats and dogs be friends? Let's yes. ask Brody first. Brody, what's your story and what proves that cats and dogs can be buddies? Well, I've had three cats in my lives and all, all 10 years of your dogs. life or 11 years. Okay. <laughs> and, and what, how many dogs? Uh, like five. Okay. And are they buddies? Yeah. Awesome. How, how about you, Colin? What, what's your story? So like maybe a couple years ago, um, we had, uh, one cat, which we think got, got by coyotes, but Aww. she would always snuggle with our small dog. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. It was really cute. And what about you, Dayton? Do you have dogs and cats? Yes, I have two dogs, a Bernie Doodle and a Mutt. Okay. And then we also have a few cats that really like to play with our Bernie Doodle. Her name is Indy. Okay. Um, sometimes we have a cat named Gus. Indy and Gus will just play together. And it will look like uh, Indy is terrorizing him, but Gus actually likes to play with her that way. All right. It's very violent. <laughs> Well, you learned from your, your teachers that if they're not making a lot of sounds, the kitty cat, they're usually just playing, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, for you, Paige, what's the safest and most polite way to greet a cat? You got one right there. How would you greet this cute little kitty cat? That's I can't Maybe believe it's resting on the shoulder. And like show him your hand and then you can go pet him. Okay. Okay. So slow and steady, right? Mm -hmm. And have you ever done the thing where you just put your finger and let them take a little come yeah. toward you? Uh -huh. All right. 
Because I don't think kitties like this. They don't like being patted on the head, do they? Yeah. Do you guys like being patted on the head by your aunt or grandma? No, I I agree. Okay. (laughs) We have about a minute left. I love you guys. You're awesome. Go around the room. Paige, what do cats do to make you a better kid? They make you learn how to take care of cats and all other animals. Like you have to feed it, take care of. Okay, good. Brody, what's something that cats do to make you a better Brody? Cheer me up. Oh, I like that one. All right. Uh, Dayton, how about you? Like Paige said, said, I think um, cats can really help us understand how other cats and other animals Help us understand how to take care of them. And yeah, that's okay. That's a, that's a good answer. Bring us home, Colin. What do they, what do uh, cats do to make you a better Colin? They help teach me responsibility and like caring for animals. All right. Hey, I got to tell you, I hope to have you guys back on the show sometime, but did you have a good time? Yes. yes. All right. Uh, Casey's sleeping. He's being a cat, but I want to thank you all. I want to thank Allison, I want to thank Carrie, and I want to thank the whole 4-H Wondercat Club, right? Did I do it right? I'm, I'm changing yes. your name. And AllisonHelpsCats.com. You'll learn a little bit more. And uh, the show went by fast, but I want to give a pause up to our previous guests from the Leader Dogs for the Blind. We had Christina Hepner and Shanna Stichler. And we had from the cool Wondercat Club from Lincoln, Nebraska, Colin, Dayton, Paige, Allison, Brody, Carrie. I got them all, right? Thank you for having us. (laughs) Thank you. you. Hey, I want to give a special shout out. You can raise those books up to our sponsor, Tevra. They make great cat and dog products. TevraPet.com. Arden20. That's Arden20 at checkout and save 20%. I want to thank all of you listeners and those on on the YouTube for tuning in to this show and and all the shows we air coast to coast you can subscribe fourleggedlife.com so until next time this is arden moore saying to all you two three and four leggers out there pause up Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.